What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not, not another, another damn, damn podcast. podcast. Presented by our damn, damn selves. 133. 133. Yeah. Holiday season. Got a shout out to lovely jazz creative. Hey. J-Scope. First business belt that covers the entire midsection and provides 100% comfort during your workouts. Get you a J-Scope. You got, what, about 10 days? Not even that now by the time you hear it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's almost here. <laughs> So you got like maybe a week and some change to um do your final um holiday shopping. So yeah, get, in, get you a J Scope, J Scope Fitness on Instagram. Hit them mm-hmm. up. Yeah, I know she got some nice specials. Yeah, that make a good idea for mm-hmm. you know, your uh, fitness guys. And kick off the new year because you know a lot mm-hmm. of people's New Year's resolutions to get that body right. Right. Get your J Scope and you can start working on that. There you go. And January second, the gym is going to be packed. Oh yeah, always. <laughs> And then by late, not by, by later, Martin by, uh, Luther King Day is by, uh, yeah. Groundhog Day is going to be. <laughs> you gave more credit than I did. <laughs> I gave another month. Because people, it's easy to like the first month is when like if you can do something for thirty days, then it becomes mm-hmm. a habit rather than you know mm-hmm. just like oh I'm just doing something. If you can do something for thirty days consistently, then mm-hmm. it becomes part of your routine. So. I think this is a good place to go. We're talking about um, working out and bodies and mm-hmm. body image. Let's just go with the fucking um, elephant. Yeah. I don't should I say elephant in the fucking room? I'm gonna say it. It's Let's go with the fucking elephant in the room. Um, Lizzo's ass at the <laughs> Lakers game about a week ago. <laughs> yeah, so the Lakers were playing the Minnesota Timberwolves, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, during one of the breaks like the timeouts the Laker girls you know during timeouts yeah, if you've ever been to a basketball game you know um not all like some teams don't have cheerleaders but like out of the 30 teams let's say like 26 or 7 of them have cheerleaders right. maybe a handful that don't yeah and the Lakers <laughs> are the iconic the, the Laker girls like Paul Abdul was a choreographer Laker girls are back number in the day. one for the NBA yeah and then, like, Dallas Cal- Cal- Cowboys yeah. are number one, either just for NFL or overall. They might even, like, be yeah. out doing a Lakers. Oh, because they're serious. It's I watched like, their uh, documentary. They're serious. They had a reality show, I want to say. Yeah, about I watched it. Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, yeah they so they, serious, Yeah, they more yeah. serious. Lakers <laughs> girls never had their own reality show. So, yeah. So, I got to put the Cal- like they have, like, Cowboys. Um, I got to put them a, a step ahead. But mm-hmm. Lakers are the cream of the crop. Lakers girls for the NBA, yeah. though. So, like, they've... They were the ones who basically start the whole like choreography thing and basically making it be part of the experience. They became um like a thing themselves. Right. The reason why we know who Paula Abdul is, is because of the Lakers. It's because of the Lakers. Because right. <laughs> she like put that whole thing together back right. in the eighties. Because back then the cheerleaders were just like yay rah 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 Cisco. They were just real like real basic. And- and then Lord, she put yeah. the choreography and made them boom, hit them eight counts, and, and other yeah. teams started following suit. Now mm-hmm. all the cheerleaders pretty much do that, like mm-hmm. the Laker girls thing, right? Mm-hmm. Which I mean, which I love as a dad. I love watching the girls dance, and I like watching their routines. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of my friends, um, she was just a lovable. She left this year. She's on tour with BB Rexa now. So nice. So, so she took it next level. Now she's yeah. actually on the road. On the yeah. road. With a pop star, so do there your you thing, go. girl. <laughs> do your thing. But um, they started playing one of Lizzo's songs. Uh, they were dancing to her song, doing the routine, and then Lizzo got up and she started dancing. And at first, you know, when she just got up, but then when she turned around, because we, as we all know, everybody goes to see the Lakers. They, right. They're the um, that's the the, t- the hot ticket mm-hmm. in town. Like even when they sucked, like before this, now they're like good again they're because good. of and LeBron, LeBron and AD. Yeah, so. so they're actually good. Right. But like even during the down years when it was Alonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram as the face <laughs> of the organization, they still it's Hollywood. It's still that's you would have all the celebrities even during that and era. Jack would be courtside yeah. every game, so <laughs> yeah, you know you're going to see the celebrities. Mm-hmm. But uh, Lizzo so Lizzo, of course, was at the Lakers game. That's mm-hmm. the point I'm making. She was just there, just another celebrity. Mm-hmm. Noth- nothing to see here yet, but we getting there. <laughs> and then they started playing her, her song. song. Mm-hmm. And then she got up, and then when she turned around, she had on this. It looked like, like kind of like a nightgown, kind of like the way the shirt was. It was like a loose fitting, billowing shirt. But then when she turned around, her whole butt was cut out. Mm-hmm. It was like 
basically Prince, like, like Prince the ass out Jays that Prince yeah, had. Prince was back in the day. Yeah, when he had the ass out at, what was that, at the AMAs or something? Or it's one of those shows. One of those award shows. Cause AMAs I know, or Grammys, one of those shows. We turned around, we just saw ass, and we was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just like ass was just out, but. Or for all my wrestling fans, um, they might know um, his wrestler's name was Rikishi. He's this fat dude that um, he used to wrestle in a thong back during the Attitude Era of WWE. <laughs> he had his ass that he used to give the stink face. And so people started calling her Rikishi. That's people like the, were posting the yeah. memes of her as Rikishi. And I just... Mm-hmm. I just turned. I just was like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting off of Facebook right now because. So that of a, a, a dancing fat Samoan is what the guy was, but he's he's a rock's cousin. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, he's so a rock's cousin. Yeah. Right, right, right. Part, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and yeah, he was known for having a huge ass and like, he, yeah, do he danced all the time? Yeah. So she was dancing. People saying Rikishi. And she compared. turned around. She started. And she was twerking and she was. You know, and I get, okay, they were playing her song and she was excited. Because, I mean, you have your song and the Laker girls are dancing to your song and, you know, you're and like, this is hey, year. It's like, Lizzo yeah. just got named, what, um, was it Time Magazine person or somebody? Or somebody. Yeah. Like, was it fucking Time? I don't know. Somebody just named her, like, Entertainer of the Year. Of the year right. I don't remember what magazine. And uh-huh. then eight, you got eight Grammy nominations. This is her year right, right. now. So, like, the Lakers play a song. You're like, okay. And by you know twerk. Lizzo, she's like a big ball of personality. So like, mm-hmm. she's definitely going to go with if they play her song. Like she's going to go with it. She's mm-hmm. like another Cardi B. She's like personality personified right. and shit. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they put her shit on. She's going to be like, hey, yeah, like Tiffany Haddish, another like, yeah, like that. That's how Lizzo. It's like yeah, she's like Liz, she's like Tiffany or Cardi, like those like a lot of personality basically. Really, mm-hmm. uh, boisterous and yes. really yeah. <laughs> so. When she then she had on thong, so like her, she had on thong and like booty cheeks. You could just see all her booty cheeks, and she was twerking. (laughs) And my thing is, is that well, first off, uh, like her bare bottom was on a public seat. That's like my first thing. Like, I mean, I'm not being a germaphobe, but it's like people gotta sit on those seats. It's like how many? What's, what if you bought no, a ticket for the How many asses sit on that? Oh, seat? for her. Okay, for her, yeah. how many asses sit on that seat before you put your before you put your bare bottom? That's what I'm doing. You put your bare bottom where like tons of asses are set. And let's be real. Sometimes when people fart, it's like maybe like fecal matter might come of out in the fart. Of course, a little bit of shit is gonna come. So out. I mean, I'm not trying to like gross you guys out, but in any public setting, they always talk about like how much fecal matter is in movie theater seats. In the bowling balls, the worst, they worst, always talk about like fecal It's probably bus seats. <laughs> yes, because buses. Because I'm bus, glad I don't ride the I fucking bus. The bus. Thank God, I haven't. Yeah, yeah, I don't ride the bus. I <laughs> yeah. know. But bus seats are probably the worst because like buses last forever. First, of they all, do. So. And you know, shout they out the green machine. And you know they don't clean them seats well. No. And shit. Like yeah, you know they don't. No. <laughs> so they the worst offenders as far as just yeah. ass and shit. Yeah. yeah. And not to be mean enough, but like a lot of homeless people ride the bus too, so you know they're not washing their ass properly. So it's just right, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's like mm-hmm. the worst is bus seats as far as that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> the public transportation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like all these bottoms were in the seat, and then you put your bare bottom on it. Ugh. Mm. But then when she twerked, it's like I wasn't mad at the twerking. Like the twerking, okay. Like, twerking is good. And then, I like Lizzo. Like, I always put out my thing because I don't want people to try to flame me because, you know, if you have a difference of opinion, then it becomes like, oh, you're just being a hater or you're shaming. You're body yeah, shaming. You're I'm, fat shaming. I'm saved my opinion for this. You're I've fat talked, shaming. Um, I've talked off, off the record to certain people about this today. No, my but I said, I'm not going to post anything publicly until we do this podcast. Mm-hmm. I, I got some of that, but go ahead. Continue. So, like, my thing, like I said, because... I'm not. I know Monique likes to talk about. So I'm not a skinny, a skinny evil woman. I'm not. Evil. I'm not a skinny evil bitch. I'm not. Did she a, write a book or call that? She I don't did. Know skinny saying. women are remember. evil. Okay, that yeah. was her book. All yeah. Right. But um. So my thing is, I love Lizzo's confidence. Skinny women are evil, daddy. Daddy. <laughs> He's hilarious. <laughs> she um Lizzo, like I said, I love um her confidence. I love that she does um. You know, take these images and, you know, shatter these stereotypes that, like, women can't be big and beautiful. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that she shares these stereotypes because, you know, it's a, we're going to a whole new decade in, yeah. like, two weeks or, let, like, about two weeks or whatever. 
we're going to a whole new decade. Two weeks of some change. Yeah. Like so it's like yeah. you want to see stuff be broken. You want to see molds be broken, barriers be taken down. And I like and that. And she's the face of. Right. And I like that she has her those con- doors down, I like that so she has speak. her confidence and everything. But the thing that I'm, I say. I'm waiting for this one. Uh, but the thing that I say about <laughs> so, that is it wasn't the fact about. Like, people was like, well, the only reason why people have problems because, like, of her body size. And that's why, because people were body shaming her or fat shaming her. No, my thing is, it's like, now I feel like you've become a gimmick now by doing that. I didn't like that she did that because I'm like, Lizzo, you have real talent. You actually have talent. So you didn't have to wear your ass out to get attention. I don't think that you needed to do that. You can rest on your talent. You don't need to be like, look at me. I want to stay relevant. Look at me. And I just felt like now that's going to be part of your legacy. Because and look at somebody else now. who's a big girl who um doesn't do that, who's about to celebrate 20 years in the game, Jill Scott. She don't do that shit. Yeah. She, she sucked the microphone one time, but she don't, um, <laughs> we don't see her doing the twerking and shit, get her ass out and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Such a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> if you listen to Jill Scott's album, you know about like Jill. The difference between listening and seeing that Jill microphone B, video, yeah. big difference. Oh well. Because <laughs> like somebody was like, yeah, Jill, and I was like, we knew this on so like, I was just starting naming lyrics for songs. Why you can talk like, oh. about it, but when you see like the, an actual actor, like, oh, okay, yeah, hands on my hips, put me right back to you. I, yeah. So you guys know, or well, you maybe don't know about that Crown Royal, but yeah, mm-hmm. I love Jill. But I just feel like Lizzo didn't need to do that. That's like my thing. It's like now you are becoming that gimmick of like, like I don't like the stereotype that a lot that they portray a lot of BBWs as. It's like either I can't be like first of all I can't be a sex appeal because I'm big. I have to be like the funny fat. That friend. was the trope forever I have on to be the um, funny fat friend on TV and movies. movies. Is like the the big girl. Wouldn't be sexy like she's the right. sidekick and like um, started yeah. started even from um facts of life like Natalie was like I'm the goofy friend exactly yeah but then George Clooney banged her so yeah. she got George Clooney that's all I'm saying George Clooney banged her so and then like later you know you had like your Melissa McCarthy's people like that like you know I'm just funny and I'm the, but we're like, on um from Steve Harvey so Lydia Liza Lydia got Liza, Lord, she, was goofy, Denver, yeah. she was a goofball. She had a boyfriend nobody ever saw, which she probably made up. And she, um, who, who may or may not have even existed, like we never saw him. He, she could have just made him up. Yeah. And then even going back, circle back to Monique, like they made her like the de- hey Professor Huckabee, I'm gonna chase you and chase you down. Where you down? Like they made her, you know, like that. And I don't like the way that. But in Women real life and shit, like right. we all know big girls and let's be honest, most of them have no problem getting men. <laughs> like, but on TV it's like they like big girls never get any dick though. But the real the <laughs> yeah. real reality is when you watch my six hundred pound life and all these women Everyone have in real life, so, yeah. And they usually the part or the kids like the so, kids, so yeah. like if they got kids and they had sex at some point. Right. Like, so it's always like their family members are the ones that are most right. worried. Like their, their husband one. or their kids are like, Yeah, right. well, I don't want my mom to die. This chick is like six, seven hundred pounds right. and like she gets I don't want my mom saying, yeah. to, or like yeah. the husband's like I don't want you know like sometimes she stops breathing at night and I just don't want to wake up and then my wife is dead so it'd be like so that in, it's a in the real here. world those are based on reality right. yeah so in the real world like yeah and they like they grow um morbidly obese right. and they have like and they have partners, partners yeah. <laughs> and it's not even a thing about like people well it's a like it's not even a fat fetish thing because people will try to like downplay it to make it be like that it's like some uh, guys just women, like big girls. Yeah, big women don't have problem getting men. And I just feel like she became a gimmick with that, like showing your ass and making it be like, I have to be desperate for attention. And that's why I didn't like. Like, don't become a stereotype. I just don't mm-hmm. like when people make themselves a stereotype when you mm-hmm. don't have to. If it's, if it's just your personality to do things, that's one thing. Like, my personality for me, I'm not the... And I'm not finger snapping and roll. I'm not. That's not my personality. That's not my personality. It's just not. So I'm not going to act like that to try to gain some exposure because that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. For me to be a stereotype, it's just not. All so, right. what's your take on it? <laughs> All right. All right. I've been looking at this online for like a whole week, about about a week now, almost mm-hmm. a week, and um, 
And I even had like discussions and face to face with people about it. I didn't want to post it publicly because I wanted to save it for the podcast. But um, because <laughs> oh, a lot of people are celebrating this shit. I'm like, I'm kind of some the like I'm a lot of things. Prude ain't one of them, so I don't care about Lizzo <laughs> sewing her ass. Like I don't care about anybody sewing their ass. Like, <laughs> but my Clearly. thing is um, yeah, my thing on the whole is like the only reason that a lot of you are celebrating is because she's a big girl. I said. Cause um, this is, this is Cardi B, this is Amber Rose, yeah, this I is said Black China. Cause any one of those women, you'd be like, Barry, yeah, like uh, that hoe. It's like, yeah, but Lizzo's not a hoe because she does it. Oh yeah, like, uh. I said. So that uh, too. my thing is like, what I wanted to post is like, um, we keep that same energy the next time any one of them Kim Kardashian, next time any one of them shows mm-hmm. their ass. Keep that same energy, like oh, woman empowerment, yeah. She just body got body image, confidence. Yes. She just like, got body confidence. confidence. Her, yeah, next time Cardi B does this or Kim Kardashian or Amber Rose or Black China, I want you to keep that same fucking energy and that I'm you gonna, had with Lizzo. And I'm gonna go on a different, and I'm gonna piggyback with what you said up with that because I said that too. I was like the same people who are um who are applauding Lizzo. Would um would diss um, anyway you you shit on Amber Rose's slut walk. You shit yeah, on that. Diss Amber Rose or Cardi B. <laughs> Like I said, you add Cam and Black China. And what? And when Cam broke the internet getting naked, you yeah, buried her. But yeah, it's like, hair. yeah. <laughs> but you celebrate Lizzo showing her shit. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. keep the same energy. Right. And like. Either they both right or they both wrong. And you can't my, fucking flip flop. And That's then my, my thing, thing is. I have no problem with either. But my thing is like, because right. like, it doesn't bother me. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. Food is not it what is you what are. it is. <laughs> and then my thing is uh, when they try to flip it to be like, oh, well, you know, it's because she's big and this and that. But. I will add. I go the other way. Only, only another, reason you like her is because she's. Big. I will add another layer to the uh, to those four women that you name. What do all four of those women have in common? They're all mothers. Mm-hmm. And I will add this layer. As a mother, sometimes you feel like you lose your sexiness. I can say this firsthand because I am a mother of two. Mm-hmm. So as a mother, sometimes after you have a baby, your body is not the same after you have a baby. No matter how much you try mm-hmm. to get it back, your body is never going to be the same after you push a human being out of it. It's just not. But it's like when you get that, you look in the mirror and you get yourself at that one angle, you, damn, I'm still bad. And then you, you might want to show like, I'm still, I still got it. I'm still bad. So don't knock a woman if she wants to still be bad to show that she's bad. And most of those women to a certain, that. um, like don't they obviously it. levels to it, but like, um, I'm fans in them in this certain ways. Like probably out of all of them, Cardi is probably my favorite this is nah. I'm, I'm a cardi b mark whatever reason it's like, i just like her confidence and she's and she's just funny to me she's like cardi is just funny and shit, so, so i'll celebrate 90 percent of what she does like, she's just she just cracks me to fuck up for whatever reason and shit and she wears her bonnets on instagram mm-hmm. wears her hair bonnets yeah she do with the hair bonnet and no makeup and shit. Yeah, go on Instagram live and shit at like three o'clock in the morning. She does that shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's what she does. <laughs> no filter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, though, so that's just my thing is don't, you know, be where it's okay because it fits your demographic because then You can't call them other those other sluts. four holes or sluts, yeah. And they say that uh, well, Lizzo is just all about positivity. Like, how come they not about positive? Right. Well, how come Cardi's not positive and shit? Okay, Amber Rose, <laughs> that's why she created the whole the slut, slut watch because she's into the whole the slut shaming and yeah. anti slut shaming campaign. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, we women, we can be sexy if we, we want. That's her whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. She did it full frontal on Instagram and broke the internet too with um unshaved. Yeah, she like yeah, showed she her pubic her, hair. Yeah, yeah, she was she out showed, like yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> spread eagle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. You know, you can't, like you said, you can't pick and choose because then it becomes like, then you become, um, like we said, your uh, tiki toy. Then you become like that where like you make it like, because I like this you person, the rules. everything is okay because this person does You can't it. change the rules. You got to keep what, that same energy. That's what becomes of it when you just become so focused on, well, so-and-so can do it because they're so-and-so. But if anybody else does it, it's like they're wrong. That's why I got to shout out name and name. Got to shout out our cousin Mel on that. She's like keeping the same energy. Right. Like I like Lizzo, but that shit was whack. Cause, no, she like, was whack. Cause she said that cover up whack. and she, she Mel, she's modest. Yeah. Yeah. Mel's she's modest, um yeah. yeah. She's like cover up. He's like nobody want to see your ass. But she would have said that about Cardi B too. And exactly. Because she has to. Like, she's like something that's just not okay. She was like mm-hmm. Amber Rose, Spread Eagle. No. Mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian, Full Frontal. Just no. She's like some stuff is just no to her. Mm-hmm. 
And I appreciate that she kept it 100. Like, that's my girl. I like her, but that shit was whack. Mm-hmm. You know, like, she kept like, it I'm 100. I'm a fan of Lizzo, but cover your ass up. So I shot out Mel for that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. That's just my thing. I was like, it was just gimmicky. And like, now, like, I just feel like it was for publicity. I feel like it was for clout. Like I said, I didn't have a problem with what she did. Like, the response is what I don't like. It's like, mm, y'all flip-flopping now <laughs> and shit. Yeah. Shut the fuck up no, with that. Don't go the Miss route me with of, that bullshit. Don't that, go um, the route if I'm a celebrity Don't say that is positive when her showing her ass, but it's... Um, when Kim Kardashian or Amber Rose does it, it's like, oh, look at that whore. It's like, <laughs> don't do that. Shit. Don't be that person. It's like, that's my whole thing. You have no shame. Cover up. Ugh. You know, just <laughs> <laughs> no shame mm-hmm. of yourself. That's my whole thing. <laughs> and speaking of Cardi B, so what she got offset for his birthday. What she got for his birthday? Gave him half a million dollars in cash. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> cash is always king. Cash is yeah. king. <laughs> So that's um was huge right there. Now that's um creating a buzz on the internet. <laughs> so you people who try to go on, don't do the same thing. If you you can't even put five dollars together, don't no, try to go out. <laughs> Offset and Cardi B made the list of like top hip hop earners, earners for 2019. Yeah. So yeah, and they like uh, he got the Popeyes endorsement. She got on, Pepsi. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they winning financially. They're winning. Mm-hmm. So you know, you just stay in your lane. Like get your guy his um. Mm-hmm. You know, his $50 gift card to AutoZone or yep. whatever, to GameStop, whatever. You know, get him something that just stays in your lane. If you remember, yeah, when, so, um, for Cardi's birthday, he gave her this, this giant-ass rock and shit. So there is you that, go. Yeah. Is it Karis, uh, age, is that the amount of her, uh, how old she is? Probably, Because yeah. mm-hmm. that's a huge ring. Mm-hmm. Was she and like so, 26, 27, something like that? Somewhere around there, I forget exactly. So that might be like a 27 so carat ring. reciprocated for his baby, gave him half a million in cash. Yeah, so <laughs> there you go, but... Levels to this shit. Stay in your lane. <laughs> don't let people get you. Don't let Cardi B and Offset, Offset. take you to don't the cleaners. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> That's just what I say. Mm. Stay in your lane with stuff. What you got? You want to talk about black women excellence? Yes! I know you want to talk about that. Since we're talking about women and empowerment. Yes, this is my empowerment. Stuff, yeah. For the first time ever, I'll let you do it as a black woman. The drum roll, please. And another one just happened. For the first time ever, all the women in these major pageants. Major beauty pageants. Beauty pageants are all black women. Mm-hmm. First, you know, you have Miss America. Mm-hmm. I, I guess that may have been the first. Miss America, Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, Miss Universe, who just got it last week, who's from South Africa, yeah. and she wore her short natural hair. And talked about it. And talked about she it. Talked about yeah, like um, mm-hmm. where I come, women who look look like me with hair like this usually aren't considered beautiful. So right. Now considered gorgeous. the most beautiful woman in the universe. Like she's beautiful. She's kicking down doors like we talking about for like yeah. And for then women of from color. what I hear too, I think Miss Jamaica just won Miss World too now. Okay. So it's like five. That I didn't hear about. Yeah, so I heard five about of them. I was like, this is great. Like seeing all this melanin, just melanin just popping. Mm-hmm. And Miss Teen USA, she talked about her hair because she wore her natural hair because she had the curly, the fluffy curly hair. And then she was saying, I know what my straight hair looks like. And I was encouraged to wear straight hair because straight hair is considered more beautiful and this and that. But she wore her natural hair. When they put her crown on, she had her natural curly fro mm-hmm. when she got crowned. And they talk about that. So seeing all these beautiful black women and um, I think one of them is going to med school. Another one's a lawyer. Like these are women who are. Because that's what people don't realize. These beauty like, these pageants, they, t- they um, they're scholarships, they're scholarships. Funds. That's what they are. Mm-hmm. It's not just about how fine you are. The reason why they enter is for, is for the money. That's yeah. why they enter them. I they think say I Miss America, I think, is the number one um, scholarship fund for mm-hmm. women, period. I think, yeah, I they forgot do, which yeah. one. It may have been Miss America because uh, like, she was saying that um, her father got ill. I think it was her who said her father got ill and then you know she needed the money to stay in school because she had to pay for school because her father got ill and then he lost his job. So then she had to pay for her school, so then she entered the pageant So all you world. people that shit on the beauty pageants, remember, like, they... um. I, most of them are like giving these women money for college, so mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. Yeah, to a hotel looking at. <laughs> and then the other hotel side of it, people are like, well, what, what? So, so we don't find this. Like you try and find a conspiracy that all the black women are like, what? How do you find conspiracy in that? that hotel's gonna hotel. That why are like 
for the first time in history. Like, I'm like, this is a historic moment. So why are you going to take that away to say that? Who said well, this? Dr. Umar Johnson on the practice <laughs> Like, don't let it distract you. Distract I, you from I didn't what? even watch that interview yet, but um, I wish I would have watched what? it because I wanted to talk about it. I just didn't have time to watch. I, I heard enough of what Umar Johnson says. I don't feel like, I didn't feel like watching <laughs> But he was on a Breakfast oh Club God. recently. I was like, I didn't get to watch this little more, what is his it, latest interview. But my thing is, what is it distracting us from? <laughs> from I mean, we talk about that we want. It's not us saying that we want to get a seat at the table, but being recognized as something that is um, normally dominated by people who don't look like me. I think that's a great thing to see, especially because I have a young daughter. So my daughter sees somebody who's brown, who has kinky hair like her, who is up there. As a sign of beauty, um, <laughs> you know, undeniably black. Right, my daughter can look. My daughter is undeniably like black. She can look. Thirty-five years ago, when Vanessa Williams first won Miss America, people right. had just feel like, is she black? Like at the time, swinging, people yeah. wondered. It's like, but with these women, it's mm-hmm. like, it's no doubt to their blackness. It's like, <laughs> and even her successor was um, Suzette she, Charles. Yeah, she, she was, was even lighter than yeah, Vanessa she was Williams. Ambiguously <laughs> black, also. Yeah. They were both beautiful women, but you know, at the time, I was little. I didn't. I was like. Okay, okay Miss, yeah. Okay, she's black, but and our mom will celebrate. I was like, if you say so, I, like I was, black, okay. I guess. <laughs> Yay, Vanessa! Yay. <laughs> <I was> like <laughs> that. Light skin with green eyes. We had eyes. a teacher that kind of looked like that. Shout yeah. out Miss Ford. And like, yeah. <laughs> Light skin with the green <laughs> eyes. Like, but okay, okay, I guess she's all black. Right, we will apply that. Like, yeah. I was little. I didn't know that all <laughs> blacks we come in all shades and forms. <laughs> the time I didn't know that. <laughs> And that's part of Mattel's so part because like um, when they had Black Barbie, Black Barbie was only just one color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, but we we range in shades. That's the thing that mm-hmm. I do like that they are starting to mm-hmm. show the range of our shades because we could be from the lights of light to the darkest of dark, and we're all black. So, so black families are. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. But I'm just so happy to see that, and maybe I might give a world to like I said I know you said some weeks back when you had Ariana at the media school with you and you mm-hmm. said they were asking about did she want to do pageant oh yeah cause shout out Lauren she's um <laughs> Lauren the director of education there she's um she's a pageant um she's um she coaches women now and then mm-hmm. but um She's she competed for years in pageants. Okay. So still, from time to time, she entered one. So okay. she comes from that world. She like comes from Lauren that world, and she saw potential in yeah. Ari. So and she was talking to her. She was interviewing, you know, like how did they do in the thing? Yeah, right. she was talking. She's like, yeah, I see something here. Yeah. She was like, so yeah, tell me about this. She was like, like how they do in the pageants. <laughs> so so was like, Ari gonna be a toddler in a tiara? <laughs> well. I, as long as you don't gain 300 pounds. <laughs> well, she lost. Uh, Mama June lost weight, but she's still very ugly, though. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she's not ugly. She is. That's From not to hot. <laughs> that show is called. Yeah. She, she looks, still looks like shit, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, my God. <laughs> shit. <laughs> but you said you didn't watch Dr. I didn't watch Dr. Umar Johnson either. Yeah, but, I know he was on the um, and that was trending. I just didn't have time to watch it. I wanted to because I wanted to talk about it, but um, I I, I get the gist. Of what he, I I know what he, he's his. I know his bullshit. My <laughs> like, thing is, I do want his school to open because if he is trying to do this and trying to educate and uplift these young men, because he wants to open a charter school for men, right? For boys, right? Yeah. For all boys. When and, the fuck is it coming though? And black males, we do need positive. Black males do need positive reinforcement, mm-hmm. especially the thing that you really need to see for black males to need. Mm-hmm. They need more black male teachers and more black male mentors. Mm-hmm. That's what these boys need to really get them to become, you know, strong black men. Mm-hmm. Like you have these positive images of black men that they can see and they can relate to and go to and then they can get uplifted. So I do want to see him succeed in that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it has been a while since he's been talking about the school. And I understand it's... Years. <laughs> I understand that it's a process. Like... Oh, yeah. Rome wasn't built in a day, but... Like, don't get it fooled because it's like... Just because some, you purchase a land, you have to, like, go through permits. You have to go through all type of things to, opening like... Opening a school tough. is, like... It's is, tough. It's not easy. It's tough. And opening other businesses is much easier than opening mm-hmm. a school and shit because when you're dealing with somebody's kids, it's just like... It's, it's real... It's, um, sensitive. That's a sensitive area. Yeah. yeah. Like you wouldn't send your kid to anybody's oh, school no. until so like with school is like you, you got to be very kid gloves. Kid gloves literally. literally yeah. yeah. You handle with the kid gloves. That's probably where that phrase came from. Kid gloves. <laughs> like somebody tried to open a fucking school. <laughs> but I mean, I want him to succeed. I do. 
Mm. But if he's like gaming people, then don't game people. We'll see. If he is. I'm not going to throw him in the bus and say he is, but I mean, I just want to see positive. He, um, I want to see positive stuff happen. He says some good stuff, but at the same time, he's kind of a clown too. That's my thing with Umar Johnson. He's kind of a clown at the same time. So, <laughs> so <laughs> they say he knows how to talk well. So it's like who will win a talking battle between him and T.I.? <laughs> who will win? Oh, T.I. would defeat Umar Johnson would defeat, expeditiously. Would defeat him? Defeat him expeditiously. <laughs> would defeat him? I gotta go with T.I. because T.I. loves hearing himself talk. That's why I was... Umar Johnson ain't got shit on T.I. Let's pay to see a debate. I was paying to see a debate between Umar yes. Johnson and T.I. I want to see that debate. Amazing. I want to see that debate. That That's yeah. that's worth TV. That would be gold right there. Yeah. My memory of um, Umar Johnson was he was on Roland Martin's old show on TV One, and he called uh, one of the guys a coon. On yeah, because they disagreed. <laughs> yeah, and then people's like, "Yeah, he's shaming and shut down the show." And I'm like, "He really didn't shut down the show. He show got canceled for show low ratings." So shut it wasn't no, Martin. not no, no, not saying that he oh, shut that episode. That he shut that. Roland Martin down. cut him off. Said, "No, nah, we, we ain't we doing ain't that do here. That. We don't call people coons. We don't call our own people coons. We don't insult our people mm-hmm. here." Like, yeah. let them crackers do that shit. We don't do that shit. Yeah. I'm not gonna let you call this other black man a coon. Like, he shut it down. Yeah. yeah. But that was a hot mess, that whole thing. You wanna stay on Hoteps for a minute? Hoteps. Fuck it. We hear, like, yeah. Uh, let's talk about Harvey Weinstein. You saw that story. The settlement, um, $25 million. Paid for by insurance, by the way, from the yeah, Weinstein he's been Corporation. Bankrupt, yeah. He's been bankrupted. And the company shut then, down. It's right, like, so yeah. So. But um, of course, Hotep's going to Hotep. They've started pushing <laughs> this story in their timeline. I've been saving this as well, but too. Bill Cosby's still like, in jail. Cosby's still in jail. R. Kelly and, going to jail. But, but Harvey Weinstein, like, yeah, and they, he he settled, yeah. This is a civil case. The criminal case starts next month. <laughs> dumbass fucking Hotep's. <laughs> Learn your judicial systems. <laughs> and this, it was in the fucking article. It's a in the fucking article. The, the article you posted. You're so you that you don't read. Hoteps can't read. I'm to the, I've come to the front. Like, Hoteps cannot read. I've come to the um, conclusion of that. Because yeah. this is the, art, the very article you posted. I say you click on the link that you just posted, bitching like a little Hotep bitch ass. <laughs> I'm fired up now, yeah. Your little Hotep bitch ass posted this article. I said click the very article, the link you posted. It says, um, yeah, this is the city. Oh, his, his, um, his, his, his rape trial begins next month in January. Yeah. This is just a civil suit. Yeah. No charges have been dropped in a rape case that begins next month. Cause it is different types of suit. Like OJ. Civil court. Like OJ got off for the criminal, but he still had to pay for the civil. Mm -hmm. Like Ron Goldman's family won the civil case. Yeah. They won. Like a hundred and some million dollars. Yeah. They won the civil. civil case. Same with Rodney King. Like, yeah, he won the civil against the LAPD, right. but the criminal case, they got acquitted on that. And that's usually what happens. Like I said, I'm hoping that this doesn't foreshadow what happens in his criminal, but usually in a civil, if um, they pay out and make like a large payment for a civil, usually the criminal, the person gets acquitted or gets like some bullshit time or something. Because mm. they, I mean, I view that as, but the civil happened first versus the criminal. Because like usually the criminal, I know it happens first. And then, like, if they, like, fuck up the criminal, then it's like, okay, this is the make good because we fucked that up. So, here's $100 million. A lot of times million. people don't even file the civil right. case till after the criminal. Cause exactly. They, yeah. Here's $100 million for mm-hmm. us, um, you know, killing mm-hmm. a child. You know, here. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait, what? You know. But, like you said, it starts next month. And it's and, and said it in the article that you posted. So, I'm clicking the, your link and shit. <laughs> We saying that um that he got off and shit like no, read the fucking article you get, you posted this article I didn't post it yeah I posted it in the comment there I said like read the article dude like, <laughs> it says the trial begins next month and shit and <laughs> the I rape, been, the rape trial begins next month and I had been saying that like when they was like before um like when his first when his case first went to like the criminal side where because people were complaining about Cosby because Cosby's thing was going on at the time yeah people was complaining about that and I'm, I'm like, like Cosby, Cosby's case it. started before Weinstein right 
Cosby Cave was like 2014, I think, when right. they started. Weinstein's like they started building it after. So mm-hmm. of course Cosby is gonna go to trial before Weinstein. They started building a case before it. Because building a case, it's a lot. Like I mean, I'm not a lawyer. I don't claim to be one, but I know a little bit about stuff because it's like before you can just go in and just be like. You're a re- you have to be It's not law case, and order. Right? It's shit. not law and order. Don't let law and order. Sorry, Dick Wolf, but yeah, no, that's <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. Love those shows, but they're bullshit. I know, I know a lawyer that hates those fucking shows. So I won't say who and shit. <laughs> but I mean, but people do let TV get you tra- like I said, like that's that's gonna be our thing. Like, don't let stuff get you in trouble. Like, for example, mm-hmm. don't let stuff like mess up your perception and be like, this is how it is. It's like, no, that's not how it goes down. Because, like we said, with these Dick Wolf shows, you ever believe in that? Okay, you know, murder. You're arrested. They're trial yeah, you have the next a right day. to remain silent. Doom, doom, doom. Now, yeah. Uh, docket try. number 1740. <laughs> the people versus this asshole. Like, yeah, how do you plead? It's like, yeah. it's like the very next scene is like they like all, it skipped over all from the arrest all the way to the trial. A day like, later. All, like, probably like, let's say nine months later in real life and shit. Right. Like, like that shit, just like the very next scene, they skipped over right. all of that. The court is very long. <laughs> it's very drawn out. Mm-hmm. Like I said, before I went to my new job, like when I was going to court for um, the children's cases and it's like some of these cases, like these cases have been going on since like 2017. Yeah. People forget with Cosby. Um, <laughs> so it's like yeah, two wow. trials. His first trial was led into the mistrial. Trial. Yeah. You forget that was like two different trials. Right. It's like a, they had to try him again before they got a conviction. Mm-hmm. The first time it was a hung jury and shit. Yep. Because the first time when he kicked off the first time before all that is Weinstein and all this shit. And he kicked did the off. <laughs> yeah, it was a different time. It's like now. Um, I think most time if you accuse anything sexual, you're probably going to jail now because the whole Me Too the movement. Whole Me Too yeah. Movement. Yeah. Like Cosby's first trial was before that kicked off. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people still like, eh, let's hear the evidence now. Right. Like if you, that's why it would suck now to get falsely accused. Cause like, mm-hmm. it's a good chance you might go to jail now because of the whole me too. And that's nothing to play with. Yeah. Like don't play with, um, <laughs> accusing somebody because like whether you're mad or you want this, out, like don't, like don't play with certain entities. Mm-hmm. Like don't play with, like I think uh, I say, don't play with DCFS. Don't call the DCFS hotline saying that kid's being abused and they're not because you're mad. Don't do that because mm-hmm. we have to take it serious. Don't say you've been sexually assaulted if you haven't because you're mad. Or just domestic abuse in general. Or domestic don't abuse. Say don't say that your man hit you and shit. Right. He didn't and shit. Yeah. Right. Don't do that. You ruin people's lives with that bullshit. Because stuff has to be taken. Like these investigators have to take it seriously. And you seriously. can't just change your mind. It's like, yeah, oh, well, I didn't mean that because no, nah, they still got to investigate. They still got to investigate. They got to prove that. You were just bullshit. <laughs> and then once they start digging into your life, no stone goes unturned. Everything starts coming out. They start mm-hmm. going through everything. We live on social media now. So, like, all your social media posts, everybody, they're they going to pull up the mold social media. Like, you may have said something questionable in 2012. Yeah. They're going to pull that poster from 2012. Everything is going to be pulled out. I guess it's a good chance now if, the, if the Kobe rape trial went down now, you might have got her convicted. Yeah. Because of the way the environment we in. Like, even yeah. though that girl was full of shit, they ended up proving that. It's like, but mm-hmm. it's a good chance now because of how shit is. The environment mm-hmm. is like, yeah, it's, it's a good chance. Mm-hmm. Like, if you wanted to, like, if you posted, let's say you posted um, a lyric from It Ain't No Fun, The Homies Can't Have None, and you posted that lyric right. in 2012. Yikes. And then somebody will pull that up if you got um, accused of rape now and then they pull it up. Not only that, even if somebody, if somebody else yeah, posted so, it and you liked the and comment. you liked it, right. People pull it, yeah, check this out. You liked when they posted this video of um, of rape culture and shit. Right, and then you liked it. And somebody then... posted a clip of um, from Revenge of the Nerds when Lewis raped Betty. Uh, not yeah, Lewis raped Betty. And Betty? Said, you liked the fucking video and shit like that, yeah. That was great. <laughs> yeah, put there, bring that into evidence. Right. We like the video of this rape, so it's, you clearly like rape. Yeah. yeah do that. Right. So everything is going to get tracked from you. So just be mindful of that. Once something comes out, they're going to go and they're going to investigate everything. But the trial you. hasn't began yet, so shut the fuck up, Hoteps. <laughs> just let it play out before the fake outrage. That's my thing. And then now, if it plays out and he gets acquitted, then go ahead. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. raise hell then. It's yeah, like, raise hell because why are you raising hell now Like before the trial even started? Because it is bullshit if he doesn't. That's my thing. Like, my thing is I hope that Let he, it play out. I that's hope my that whole, he does get everything. You don't have to be first and shit on everything. Right, I hope he does get everything that's coming Everybody just got to be first. That's all. I'm so saying got to post first. It's like, just see how the shit plays out. that's how fake news happens. Because you it's post okay it with, um, It's okay <laughs> with waiting to see how shit plays out. Right. 
There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> there you can get the full story because, like I said, we didn't po- we didn't um, comment about uh, the whole Joycelyn Savage because it turns out that that Patreon account that was a that wasn't her account. Yeah, she was, it was full of shit. She yeah. said that was a fake account. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, that wasn't me. I'm glad I didn't post that story. Right. Cause I, I mean, I was just like, it's a, I, I didn't. I, I had to talk about it on the radio right. show, but um, because I didn't post about it. Because I, I do yeah. an entertainment report in Rockford, but I had to. Yeah, that's the only time I had to. I had to talk, but I didn't post it on my personal show. Right. I just had to talk about that each day. I was like, this, it's a clown show. That's what I kept calling it. Mm-hmm. It turns out it was a clown yeah, show, a clown right? Show. <laughs> so I mean. But you jumping in like, well, I got the scoop, and then mm-hmm. it's not the scoop. It's, it's it got to be first. It was a fake page. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I hope that Mr. Weinstein gets everything that's coming. Oh, because, he's going to jail. Because I mean, if I mean, like, like I always say, the whole thing like fifty people can't be lying. <laughs> Even if one person is telling the truth, that's one person too many. Mm-hmm. Like that's something we need to take serious about, like assaulting women. Forget. That's the whole thing like I said with um and not, um uh-uh. and the piggy and um to come full circle going back to Cosby and shit. I had to um I'm in um um mute and not what they call it, unfollow or like silent muted. They call it muting on Facebook. You mute people. Yeah. You muted because I don't I didn't block them, but I had to mute some people. Yeah, like, mute them. Yeah. Anybody if you anybody that post that um Bill Cosby's in jail because he tried to buy NBC. <laughs> <don't> <laughs> I just muted like some people because <laughs> when this story came out in that comment said, yeah, you know that the real reason cause because he tried to buy NBC. From people, a story from, that was a story from like 30 years yeah, ago. And it wasn't and it wasn't even no serious traction. It was no validity. It said co- not only that, but um <laughs> even if it was, it's like he talked about it, but it's like that's happened, it's like nineteen ninety two where it's like Cosby's like, hmm, I wouldn't mind buying NBC. Then he couldn't like raise the capital, so he like pulled it off the table. He's like, can't afford it. Fuck it. Right. It's like I want to buy a shit. Like yeah, but um, if it's not in the cards, it's like you know what? Never mind. But like, think about how much a network is. Billions. A network, even back then, like back in the early ABC 90s. sold to Disney around that time for like ten billion. Mm-hmm. So I imagine NBC would have been around the same price. Right. Around ten, twelve. Yeah. Cosby's net worth has never been it. Cosby's never been a billionaire. No, he's always a hundred millionaire. Yeah, Cosby's never been uh, Like probably like close to half a billion. Like at yeah, his Cosby highest. like during the height of the Cosby show, you probably like four hundred million, something like right, that. Like that right, nineties money. Yeah, mm-hmm. which try, might translate to a billion now, like in today's economy. But yeah. But now I said we see what um, and, um, Disney bought Comcast for what like one hundred and sixty-seven yeah, mil- billion now. It's or like, something yeah. like that. And Cosby probably tried to get investors, but um, it couldn't raise enough capital. It's right. like like I said, ten billion dollars. It's like yeah. Even right. if you got every black million, and like let's let's be honest, some people probably even back then probably didn't fuck with Cosby, right? Because like he has a reputation of being an asshole. Even back then. <laughs> Eddie Murphy talked about that in Raw. <laughs> like yeah. a lot of people back then is like, fuck that guy. It's like right. <laughs> when he tried to like say I'm trying to put something together, it's like I want to work with him. It's like it probably happened I get then. That. It's like like yeah. my thing, and then I've always gone back to this. Like as black people, we do need to create more black millionaires and billionaires because if we raise, if we pool our money together, we can buy these blocks. So I shout out, Mister Byron Allen. Yeah, we can buy these blocks. Yeah. Just imagine, like we'll just start small. I know I'm going on a little tangent, but it's our shout damn out project. Tyler Perry. They doing it. We can start Tyler small. Perry, Byron Allen. They doing. Think shit. about it. If you take ten of your friends mm-hmm. and you guys just even invest only a thousand dollars. That's ten thousand dollars. Yep. You can buy a building for ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You can at least put something down. You can get a building for ten thousand. And look at all this. It's you all can. kinds of abandoned properties. Like ten thousand, right. you could buy. Yeah, all around Chicago. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I said, we from Chicago, so like I the drive around. The just different been sitting here yeah. abandoned for like ten years. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you could buy that shit for like ten thousand or less. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Like I said, a thousand isn't an earth shaking amount of money, mm-hmm. but. If you ask people who are, you know, living paycheck to paycheck, who have other responsibilities, trying to come up with a thousand dollars, that may be hard for somebody to come up with a thousand dollars. Yeah, if you're living check to check, it will be hard. Right, it may be hard for you. But it's yeah. like me right now. If, the, if somebody came to me with an idea good enough, like not um, giving too much of my personal bit, but we'd open books to to a certain extent. Right. Is um, I do have a thousand dollars to invest mm-hmm. right now until like if um, don't come at me with no bullshit. Right, yeah, the right opportunity. If I believe itself, in something, right. yeah. I would have it. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And that's something that I would like to explore. I'd like to, you know, pool together resources with people that I trust and people that would want to go into business mm-hmm. because 
We need to build for our next generation. Generational wealth. We need to build for this. So that's what I want to do. But that's where the whole Cosby. Because I remember the story. I'm I'm um Cosby buying NBC old. I remember the original. <laughs> when people started reposting it, they acted like it was from like that like 2013. It's like no, that no, was 1992. Read the article. Like it says it in the article. Yeah, like it's like. Like July seventeenth, nineteen ninety two. Almost thirty years ago. He tried to put together um a bid to purchase because NBC was for sale at that time. Mm-hmm. Cosby tried to get in on it, but couldn't raise enough capital. Right, so that's what wasn't a racial thing. Like he couldn't put the money together. Mm-hmm. The only only color that mattered was green, and that shit. Right. Yeah. He couldn't get enough and investors to been, put it together. Um, a logical choice too, if he could have been. Was the, that's at the height of the Cosby Show in '92. He had the number one show on NBC. Right, at he the was time. the face of um, NBC. Yeah, so of course he tried to get in on so. it. People say he tried to buy NBC when um, this story <laughs> came up, though. After he was he already washed up. Clearly, can't read. Up. Like yeah. his whole tapes cannot read. <laughs> he was already washed up. They, un- irrelevant at that time. Like right. nobody was checking for Cosby in like 2012, 2013. And Cosby was just, like he became, like we said, the old hater. That's what he became because he would like shame you. Pull up your damn pants. Yeah, he was an <laughs> asshole during that time. Cosby wasn't the man. Like Cosby didn't become. And going back full circle a little. People, stop people, twerking, ladies. Exactly. <laughs> People didn't start um, <laughs> putting Cosby back on a pedestal till this the rape shit came yeah. up. Because like, like to go back to two thousand seven, eight, nine, ten. People were like, fuck that guy. It's like, he was shaming his, like, that's where it was. He said, "Lady, time. stop having babies, and maybe you'll find a husband." Like shit, like that. It's like what he was. He was doing. kind of a dick. Shit, like that. that he was doing. <laughs> he was kind of being a, dick. a little bit of like a high horse kind of thing. That's what he was. And just doing. a cranky old man. Like back in my day, like yeah. he was that dude. And then, you know, part of it, you know, you do have to ignore some stuff because, like, some stuff is just a tribute to age. That's why when certain people do things, I'm like, you're just old. And you, like, don't even, like, get into an argument with some people. Like, cause you're just old. Like, mm-hmm. so just bypass it. Speaking of old and full of shit, let's um, update <laughs> on Billy D. Williams. He never said he was, um, the phrase? Gender fluid. Gender fluid. He was like, he's he like, I don't even know what the hell that yeah. is. It's like, yeah. They confused him. He said, no, I'm not gay. I have no problem with gay people, but I'm not gay. All I was saying is that I get in touch with my sensitive side. Right. That's all he said. And That's shit. all he said, but people and like took some it asshole that, yeah, that to translated that to saying he was gender he's fluid. Because we have two, all of us have two parents. So every, mm-hmm. we all have um, masculine um, traits and feminine traits. Traits. Every one of us has that mm-hmm. shit. And um, yeah. Billy D just said that um, most guys, especially black men, don't get in touch with their feminine traits. He's like, he gets in touch with his. Right. That's all he said and shit. And they took that to say he was fucking gender fluid. He was gender he's fluid. Like, <laughs> See, he's a supporter for us. He's gender fluid. He was like, I never said that. And then people took it a whole nother level. Trying to, they said he was gay and all that <laughs> stuff. He's like, where the fuck you get that from? It's like, <laughs> no, Orlando Calrissian is not gay and shit. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Colt 45 ain't gay. Yeah. Colt 45, man, is not gay. <laughs> the, the the general from Undercover Brother is not oh, gay. General? <laughs> Wasn't I supposed to be Colin Powell? He was supposed to be Colin yeah, Powell in there. <laughs> but shut the fuck up with that. So I had to tie that story up. <laughs> Where the fuck was I going with they this? They said he was gay. <laughs> but that just shows that when you try to be the first like you said Fake once again news. you try to be the try first to report first. or something and you jump in and then mm-hmm. that's what happens and now you have to backtrack you have to but like the worst thing that I would hate to he's do in his, he's in his he's in his fucking 80s he clearly doesn't know it. I didn't know what gender fluid was until <laughs> that until that, until that story came out I'm still not 100% sure what that phrase means and shit yeah the reason I know what I've heard of it is because of the Billy you know D. Williams it, story. Right, and shit. but you still. Not that's really that's the reason why I know of it because of that shit. <laughs> Hilarious. So I know he don't know. It's like, yeah, he's old enough to be my grandfather. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Billy shit. D. Williams. Shit. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> Since we're talking about stuff that's like kind of um, like um. Just semi controversial, wherever. Uh-huh. Are we going to touch uh, the Michael Vick? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So, Michael Vick uh, is going to be honored as a, a for the Pro Bowl for the Pro Bowl mm-hmm. as a captain. Yeah. So, dude, on the Pro Bowl is the NFL's equivalent to the All Star Game. That's what it is. Right. That's so, all of the top NFL players are in the Pro Bowl. 
And like um just like um just like the NBA now they've caught they kind of ripped off the Pro Bowl because like when they pick the teams it's mm-hmm. like don't they have um legends pick them now or is that um no they do that for the um um rookie game the um Rising Stars game oh okay like Shaq and Charles pick it so they kind of do that it's like yeah mm-hmm. where um Michael Vick's will be one of the guys like yeah I'm with as part of that mm-hmm. Pro Bowl and it created yeah. an online petition. That garnered like 300,000 signatures saying mm-hmm. that you need to remove him and he doesn't need to be on it. And the reason why they were saying is because of the whole dog fight. Is that shit. he's yeah. a dog killer and he abused animals and this and this and that. And they went on and people were going hard. It's, it's, la- it's layers to this shit. I'm going to peel them back. And it. my thing, I mean, I posted a meme up that said, um, it's not like Michael Vick. Uh, Killed somebody's kid, sold the gun on um line, and then sued the family. Mm-hmm. Looking at you, George, like George Zimmerman. Zimmerman. Looking at you, that. George Zimmerman. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like he did that, but and then people's like, yeah, but he killed that. My thing that I just can't. I'm like, I'm not saying that he was right. Like what? Like what happened with those animals? You know, what happened with those animals? Yes, that was wrong. What Michael happened? Vick was full of shit for what he did, but right, guess but, what? He paid his debt. But he, I was like, he, he served, did his jail time. He served eighteen months in a federal prison. He did his time. He didn't have a and job. came and came back to the NFL. Right. He didn't. So have... So it's not like um the NFL blackballed him. Right. After he this didn't shit. have his job while he He's, was in prison. Obviously, yeah. he wasn't being paid while he was in prison. Mm-hmm. And then after he got out of prison, he signed with the fucking Eagles. And did shit. he uh, donate a, a million dollars to? Um, Peter on the humane society. Oh yeah, or no, not Peter. Yeah, the, um, probably the humane society. And then he um, has been an advocate speaking out against dog fighting. Like he's been, you know, it looks like. To and me. he was back in the NFL. That's my thing. Like right, he was it wasn't a lifetime ban. He can He started. He played he again after him. that shit. He had a better run than Cap. Like Cap got is pretty much banned. Yeah, it's like yeah, ball, like yeah. they let Michael Vick back in after killing dogs. He right. signed with the Eagles. He was back in the NFL and shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like so the NFL clearly like resolved that shit. It's like they let him back in after that. So like so like of course they would have him be part of the Pro Bowl. Like NFL be cool with Vicks. Mm-hmm. It's okay, you did your time. We we'll let you back in. So and like, to his side, they're not still mad at and him. And also <laughs> to his side, people were saying that uh, like our brother Kareem actually posted. He was like, what people fail to realize, it was like he never actually did that. It was his family that was running these in his house. Yeah, like he was aware of what was going on to an extent, but he actually didn't do it himself. Mm-hmm. He didn't do the stuff himself. It was his family members that was doing it. Yeah. It was his property that they were doing it on. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. So mm-hmm. your family was in your house doing this illegal shit in your house. Um, and you were aware of it. So like they and held you, were you liable. Aware, so you were held accountable mm-hmm. for it. So you yourself, you didn't do it yourself. Perhaps. You didn't mm-hmm. have your hand on the gun and put, but you, you knew the gun was there and you mm-hmm. didn't do anything to stop the gun. Mm-hmm. Basically. But on the flip side with Michael Vick, where he's full of shit, I say is um when um he did speak out about Cap like remember last year when oh, the gosh. whole thing with Cap. He said Cap could get back in the league if he cut his fucking hair. You remember that story? So I was like That was his goofy ass that said that. You remember that shit So if Michael Vick did get kicked out of the pro, I was like, I don't feel that bad because of and that I'm Cap comedy. Like, so yeah, I was like, I don't I'd have been like, I don't feel that bad because and of you know that about shit. Because <laughs> we got the same birthday. Yeah. Me and Michael Vick got the same birthday. So, so. Me, had this position <laughs> held up, I'd be like, I don't feel that bad for him after he shit on Cap last year. Fuck him. That's kind of where I was at on the <laughs> saying I, that this man's got to cut his hair like because I, I, <laughs> I, yeah, I went off I was yeah. like no birthday twin you can't yes. do that twin no twin I so will I, I likes to cut my hair if here. anybody ever told me to cut my hair, you know, I didn't cut my hair for years on that. The reason I cut my hair is by choice because I, it started I started falling out on its own. That's one reason I cut. You my was trying to like Stevie. Yeah, I wasn't that bad, but yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't want to look like Stevie. Right. That's what it was. There's a ribbon in the sky. Exactly. But yeah, I didn't cut my hair for 15, 20 years because of that. Right. <laughs> but um. This is what I just say, okay? Like, he's there, serve his prison time, 18 months in the federal prison, and it seemed like he is, that he was rehabilitated. He seemed like he was remorseful he's about remorseful. what happened. And he, and he played again. That's my whole thing. And he did so play again. Clearly, the NFL is bad. over it and shit. Yeah. So, like, what people are saying, like, what, what more do you want, like, as far as, like, I mean, he's playing. 
Yeah. He's had a job. Yeah, he after. came back and like he had a whole second run with the Eagles after the dog. This happened fight. like so, twelve yeah. years ago, right? Yeah. So I mean it happened like a long time. And then like to the best of my knowledge, with the with the exception of that gaffe about Cap cutting his hair, he yeah, hasn't been involved. He hasn't been involved in any bullshit. And that was just more dumb. That was just dumb. Did. You know so what I mean? Was, like, yeah. like, like, he he clearly didn't think that one. He hasn't been involved in any bullshit. So yeah. my thing is if somebody like the the trait to see if somebody is deserves a second chance and is remorseful is your actions. Yeah. You can't just go by words. Because you can say a thousand times, oh, I love you and I'm doing this. But like, if your actions aren't showing that you love me and that you don't mean it, then mm-hmm. they don't mean it. I don't care how well you talk to me. Your mm-hmm. actions don't match up. But it seems like over these last 12 years, it seems like his actions are matching up that he is wanting to be a He's kept his person. nose clean ever since that original story. I was like, to the best of my knowledge, like I said, like nothing nothing hasn't came out yet. Nothing Mm -hmm. hasn't. So, it's like at this point, like, should he just be banned forever? Like, from any type of people, like, well, they was like, well, he shouldn't be honored. He still killed animals and he shouldn't be like, I think that that's wrong that they're honoring. And I'm like, but where is the slope in? I said, because it's players looking at you, Big Ben, that, like, settle for raping women. So... It's like, where do we, like, I mean, I don't see the outrage about certain people who've done that. I don't see that. So, I mean, it's like, where do we, where do we draw the line at? And another, like I said, bringing Melanie back up. Melanie did say that she made a good point about this, too, because she was like, um, yes, like, you know, it is, like, crime now. I think that in all 50 states now, it is punishable by law. If you do her animals, it is punishable by law now. Mm-hmm. That is in... You yeah. know, legislation. If, if that whole Michael Vick thing might have been like at right, the forefront of that. It, it could might have brought attention to that problem. Well, Melanie said, but whether you are an animal lover or not, at the end of the day, it's like you can't base just on most because at the end of the day, like pets are property. Pets are your property. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's like people, it's not saying that pets don't matter as much as people, but at the end of the day, pets are considered property. Like mm-hmm. you own your pet. You don't own a human. You own your pet. But mm-hmm. it's like a lot of animal love. Like, I mean, I'm a pet parent. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, that is some raw shit. Like, anybody who... I do feel like anybody who does purposely get an animal and then you abuse it, you're, you are a piece of shit for doing that. Because it's like, no one says that you have to own an animal. Mm-hmm. No one says that you don't have to own an animal. Yes, but it sounds like a choice to me. Right, you don't have to be a... Like, our mom doesn't like animals. So, like, no. we don't... It doesn't make it a secret. It doesn't make it a yeah. secret. Like, if she comes by and sees my cat, she's like, get that uh, thing away. She's like, oh, when she sees my cat, you know. But, you know, my cat just stays in the room away from her when she's over here. But, you know... <laughs> But to piggyback on, we talked about Michael Vick not knowing about um, the whole dog fight and shit that it was like happening <laughs> mm-hmm. on his property. Um, let's tie this into the whole Juice World story because, um, oh, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. no, 21 years old, lost yeah. him a week ago. We got more information on the story mm-hmm. now. I just want to update on that. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that um, when his plane landed, the feds were like, you know, the, um, the pilot said that they noticed guys with guns on the plane and uh, whatever and shit here. Yeah. And so then um, the authorities were waiting when they flew in this private plane landed, and they said he swallowed a bunch of Percocets, and that was probably what triggered his um his seizure. So I guess um he had them on him, which okay. I say is yeah, which is uh, a Percocet a drug charge is worse is is better than death. I'm just saying, right? Like so he clearly didn't think that one through, and then like they um on his plane. Here's what um the story I want to touch on. The seventy pounds of marijuana was seized. So right, somebody on that plane was clearly moving weight because a lot of people were like, I said, I don't think he had anything to do with this. Is like, it's some idiot that was like using his using his celebrity his status plane, and his plane, yeah, plane. to move um weed into Chicago. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those people on that plane is like used that um took advantage of that's his a lot thing, of marijuana because yeah. they said it was fourteen bags. That's a lot yeah. of marijuana, seventy pounds. Because a lot of people posting like about him is like, yeah, why would you need to do that? You you making millions as a rapper? It's like I don't think he had anything to do with that. Right? Because one of those people in his crew that was like using um to to sell their weed is like to mm-hmm. use his plane to like. Because you think about it, especially under a private plane, because a lot of times these private planes don't get the that you can like. E stuff yeah, on through. You're going it's a on, private it's plane. It's going to be way less. Scrutiny. It's not a commercial line. Way it's less a private scrutiny. plane. So you fly commercial, you get um, you can't. TSA is going to tear you apart. <laughs> they are. Yeah. 
Because uh, we saw TSA pull out your uh, CPAP machine. <laughs> it was all like, what is this? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, they going to they tear up stuff, you know? Yeah. But. They took a fucking snow globe from you and shit. Yeah, they took my snow globe. It's like, um, I... yeah, so you fry it commercially. That's what's going to happen. It's like, mm-hmm. but it's the way less scrutiny you fry fly privately. Mm-hmm. And so, like, one of his people, like, use that as, like, hey, I can move some weight and shit. Yeah, say, about yeah, flying all this shit into Chicago to sell and shit. That's Undetected, what, that's basically. That's what I think, to, yeah, it was. No plan to, so you're trying to fly under the radar, mm-hmm. basically. That's what you would try and do. And, mm-hmm. but the part, like, I mean, I do want to see the autopsy. That's just what I want to yeah, hear. Yeah, they still they don't have the toxicology have report yet. Because, like, if that is the case, if he did swallow those Percocets, that, because Percocets are a very, strong drug like they're mm-hmm. are they like a muscle relaxer or something yeah or? and a lot of people yeah do take them because like i always say um with celebrities yeah you got to be on like especially you performing like that so a lot of them they take one of those to like sleep mm-hmm. like they can't just go to sleep at night they got to pop one of those to like mm-hmm. sleep and then when they get up they got to take something else it's like it's a whole uh, it's an unhealthy lifestyle right it's like um so like a lot of are hooked on them because like they might pop ones because they got to sleep and all mm-hmm. of that shit Mm-hmm. So I mean, I just want to see the toxicology, and I just—it's just unfortunate if that is what the—if that is the story of what happened with mm-hmm. this young man. It's like it's just tragic that he was lost at 21 years old with something mm-hmm. that you know could have been avoided. It yeah, should not it didn't have happened. Have to happen. It didn't have to happen. It's unfortunate. It mm-hmm. is. Oh, and I gotta say, rest in peace to Mr. Danny Aiello. Yeah. Well, those of you might not know that name, but y'all know Sal from Do the Right Pizzeria. Thing. Y'all know Phil Cantone, <laughs> Phil Cantone from Harlem Nights. Yeah. Yeah, 86 years old, died this week, so I'd say rest in peace yeah, to that man right peace. there. I'm living here in a fucking hovel. <laughs> he had quite a run during that. I think um, those movies either came out the same year or a year apart, so like, that's... um. Yeah, da- Danny, part, yeah, Danny yeah, was definitely part, invited yeah. to the cookout because you appeared in a Spike Lee movie and an Eddie Murphy movie pretty much in the same year. Almost is like so. <laughs> yeah, that's that's black royalty there. It's like especially during that time, like Spike Lee and Eddie Murphy wanted to do in their movie and shit. Yeah, yeah so you can come Danny was definitely invited to, <laughs> to the cookout. Yeah, they both wanted it. So yeah, come on, yeah. <laughs> but rest <laughs> in peace. Eighty six years a a full life, a long mm-hmm. full life for him, but. Stand by the loss of him. Like now, it's like Harlem Nights. You look at who's left. Just Eddie, pretty much. Eddie, yes. Arsenio. Um, Arsenio and Eddie. That's Miguel Nunez. Yeah, broke my nose, man. That's pretty much it. Jasmine Guy. Jasmine Guy. Yeah, we running out. Oh, the champ. The champ is still here. Um, um, Belinda Tolbert, who played Richard Pryor's Richard wife, Kirk. or is his girlfriend? His girl, his, whatever. His, yeah. yeah, his lady. Is Witcher Cost still alive, uh, Bugsy Calhoun, or no? I don't know. I got to look up Bugsy. Mm-hmm. That's one I'm not sure about. But yeah. It's, um, All those people are. Uh, Sunshine is still alive. Oh, um, yeah, Leela Rashawn. Leela Rashawn. I'm trying to think of everybody from that movie. Yeah, I ain't never coming home. Yeah. I wonder <laughs> if he's still around. I ain't never coming home. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them I'm not sure about, like, people like that. <laughs> but a lot of that cast is yeah. alive. Yeah, a lot of them. Richard, Red, Della... Robin. Robin Harris, Charlie Murphy, um, Ronaldo Ray. Yeah. Um the dude that did, he shot at the beginning, he's gone. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> the one who didn't like kids around. Yeah. Like, bad luck. Bad luck. <laughs> Tommy. Tommy. Mm-hmm. Tommy Smalls, he played in that. <laughs> yeah. I think that might have been the first thing I saw Tommy in was mm-hmm. that. And now um, Phil is gone. And then, yeah. yeah. Just sad. This means yeah. that we're getting older. Getting older. A lot of mm. people we grew up watching are no longer with us. Mm. Anything else, kid? I think that's it for me. That's pretty much it for me. Mm. Oh, I'm just quick, quick take. Um, oh. shout, shout out to the legendary Tom Joyner. He did his last show oh, oh, on Friday. Oh. Yeah. So I was Tom, listening, yeah. Tom's officially retired. Yeah, so huge right there. And Sybil, there. when she broke down, I was like, oh, yeah. ah. They've been doing that show like twenty five years. Yeah, like our and, like pretty much our whole and now and it's, and um they worked before that at GCI because when he was doing the fly jock thing, I think Sybil was part of his show in GCI. Mm-hmm. But they've been doing the TJMS like that the syndicated show since like ninety four, I want to say. Mm-hmm. So 
That's like yeah. 25 years just down. on that one show she together. She down and it was like a bittersweet moment. Yeah. It was like a real moment that she's like, you took a chance with a girl from Chicago and yeah. you know, she just broke it down. Because he didn't have to bring Sybil with him because right. like, he just saw something in her. Like When he mm-hmm. got a syndicated show, it was like, Sybil was like doing traffic. She wasn't really doing shit at GCL. She was like, hi, I'm Sybil Wilkes. And let's take a look at the roles, right? That's all she yeah, was doing she was and shit, yeah. It's like he took a chance, made her his co-host, like like mm-hmm. like his the traffic girl on the show. He's like, yeah. uh, "You coming with me? I'm, I got that was the And then um, shout out to homie Damon Williams. Yeah. Like he was probably used to do um seriously ignorant news. Like yeah, you know, <laughs> like Damon was part of the show. Was the homie there? Yeah. Um, what's his name? Back in the J. Anthony J. Brown Anthony used Brown. to be on it. Is um well. George Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Not to be confused with the ball player. Yeah. Um George Wallace used to be part of the show back yeah. in the day. Um who else was part of the TJMS over the years? Um um what's his uh Myra J. Yeah, she, Myra she, J. She used to be there's some big names that were part mm-hmm. of that show over the years, like Yeah. And everybody mm-hmm. just had nothing but positive things to say. Cause I listened to some of the uh call in guests like leading up to his final mm-hmm. show. Cause they had Kevin Hart called in yeah. and wished him on. We all grew up listening to Tom. Mm-hmm. Kevin uh, Hart was talking about like you gave us a chance, like black comedians, like yeah. you put you put the star on us, like yeah. you did, like people who wouldn't give us a chance, you mm-hmm. gave us a the chance. National stage, you put, put us on the national stage. stage. Mm-hmm. Of course, Tyler Perry called in. Yeah, you know Tyler. He did the Medea voice first, but he called. Mm-hmm. He hello. He, he was doing Aaron, the Madea, he was doing Madea. the Medea voice. I don't know for the time to fly Jack Time, Jonah. <laughs> And then his uh, stuff was good because he talked about when he first met Todd Joy. It didn't go as planned. And mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. but he had like a good anecdote about that. And then the last person, I think the last guest they had um, was um, Ice Cube on Friday. I heard Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he said, yeah, yeah. Because they, like, you know, it's like, who's a mystery guest? And then, you know, they were trying to give yeah, clues yeah. for him to figure mm-hmm. out who it was. And then Cube talked about when he went on his cruise and everything and performed on his cruise. Never got to go on the TJMS He's still going to do it. Rever- okay. He so said that's I not going anywhere. Go he said I'm retired said, that's one radio. of my regrets, but um, maybe I'll go on that cruise. He said days. I'm going to do that until I can't breathe anymore. Yeah. He said I'm still doing the cruise. So I think that I'm age appropriate now for Tom Joyner Cruise. Absolutely. So yeah, cause I can go now. Because I look at the guests now as people I'm that I know. Because I'm now. So. And it's yeah. like, because now, because back in the day, the guests were like Maze and Frankie Beverly. <laughs> now I'd be like Salt and Pepper and shit. Ice Cube. And Ice Cube. They like guests <laughs> on. They perform. Like him. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay. It's like, yeah. The the performers are people I know. Method Man and Red Man. Kelly Rowland. People like that would be on there now. It's like, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, okay. I know these artists. It's like, <laughs> Back in the day, like, okay, yeah, too old. Like, yeah. <laughs> Robin Thicke, you know, it's like people that you know every on like the Tom Joy Cruise, like now our age group. But I can see somebody like Talib Kweli doing a cruise. Right, like, I don't know if he's done it, but I can see like that would be like a good guest to have yeah. on there. Like, I'm come like, on, okay, let's get him yeah. and uh, most death back together. Come yeah, on, yeah, Black Star, let's do Jill it. Jill Scott, yeah. you know, yeah, that's like the that's the acts they have oh, I'm now. I'm going. You put Jill Scott on the boat. I'm going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. right, let's get up out of here. Yes. Shout out to the legendary Tom Joyner once ow, again. Ow, ow. As we wrap up Not Another Damn Podcast, appreciate each and every one of you for your support. If you want to support us further, here's how you can do it. First of all, like our Facebook fan page, Not Another Damn Podcast. Also, you can subscribe, share, rate, review all of the damn platforms. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, TLC Talk Radio. Tasha, I see you. Hey, what up? Tasha. Also on YouTube, audio only, video coming eventually. <laughs> and on all your Alexa devices, just say, Alexa, play not another damn podcast. You hear us like that. And if you want to get at me personally, follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram and Twitter, Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. You can also hit me up on OzRadio.net. <laughs> Once again, unworking progress is getting there. And I have the classics from the 90s and the 2K classic Osreo's Not Death the Bomb, okay? And you can check me out, MSIMAH626 on Instagram and on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Also, STR8GULOEY1 on Twitter. STR8GULOEY7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. And for your video productions, check out straightgullyproductions.com. There it is. I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye.